This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson now with me after our discussion about what happened on Capitol Hill earlier this week. Logan, now we get to have some fun. We've reached the fun part of the podcast. That's, that's what you're, <laughs> you're back for. You're like, hi, it is me. Yeah. I am Logan Paulson. I am Mr. Fun. I'm only here for the fun segments. Yeah. Uh, so we, I have here a note card. And uh-huh. it is... The most low rent, low budget version. I like it. It's good. Of what you see on Instagram and Twitter, and well, you don't see it on Twitter because you're not there. You've again avoided the cesspool. Of you have ten dollars to spend on four players, and you know it's like Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, whatever. There's a, a lot of the basketball people do them, uh, and we've seen it some recently with, with some NFL uh, folks. And we we're like, hey, that's a good idea. We should do that with the NFC East. And yep. so this note card that I will use to take our notes that is terribly hand-drawn will turn into a nice fancy graphic thanks to our folks at odyssey sports uh and so by the time that everyone's hearing this hopefully there's a good fancy version and our our uh selections as well of how we're going to spend our ten dollars and so basically what we're going to do first is we have to actually set the prices right before we can spend our ten dollars we have to assign value to each person in the division uh, yep. or each each unit in the division. We're going to take the top one from each team. And I actually want to start with wide receiver because we can knock it out fairly quickly, right. uh, given that we had a large discussion about wide receiver last week. So your number one receiver in the division was C.D. Lamb. C. So D. he's Lamb. going to cost $4. Uh, and then we had uh, A.J. A. Brown. Brown. And then we had Terry. Terry, excellent. And then we didn't actually talk about Kenny Galladay last week, but he's your top guy for the Giants. He's our $1 receiver. I would put uh, Devontae S- Smith. I mean, if, if we're ranking them just in order, but if you're, right. going for, if you're going for the Giants, I would say, yeah. Say one, one per team, so Kenny Galladay gets to sneak in. Uh, which, <laughs> yeah, Limpson. I will say this. Limpson. It, this is the kind of thing that's actually fun about these exercises is – when we go to spend our $10, it becomes part of our positional value. Like, oh, man, I feel great if I had – I'm going to spend $4 yeah. on my quarterback because that's the $4 position. But, like, why would you spend $4 if the $3 quarterback's almost as good? And that's the thing with, like, Galladay. is like, Kenny Galladay's a good player, but the yeah. gap between Terry at $2 and Kenny Galladay at 1, I don't think either of us are going to wind up selecting ter- uh, Kenny Galladay. And I, I know we got to hurry up, but I will say Kenny Galladay two years ago in that free agency class was like my number one guy. I thought he had kind of one traits, and then he just has not been able, even that year, which was 2020, was not healthy, mm-hmm. and then last year not healthy. So the injury thing for him and the lack of top-end speed just keeps kind of devaluing him. Go Big Blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, quarterback uh, is obviously the most interesting because it's always the most interesting and I think it, you know it's hard too because I'm going to call your bias here. You've gotten to see 
the best of Carson Wentz a lot over the last couple of weeks at training <laughs> yeah, camp where you're not or in OTAs and you're not you're not in Dallas OTAs you're not in Philly OTAs yeah. you've watched all the tape like so we we will admit on the front end a bias of having a lot more information especially going into training camp going into yeah. the summer um, about all everybody in Washington but where do you rank I I'm guessing it's between Dak and Wentz for the number one spot who 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 is our four dollar quarterback. Yeah, I would say Dak, but there is some reservation about that. You know, I think he's a guy who's very, like, supporting cast dependent. Like, look at him before Amari Cooper. Look at him after Amari Cooper. Look at him before CeeDee Lamb. Look at him. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he does give me reservation, but when you watch him, like, he's got, like, when he's on, he's he's almost elite. You know, like the first eight games of last year, or first six games, I forget what it was. I mean, he looked like maybe the best, third, fourth best quarterback in the NFL, and I – like that's in there, hit a little bit of a doldrum, kind of bounce back near the end of the year. But I, I think that you feel good about him being your your best quarterback in the division. All right, I agree with you. Um, and then obviously you have Hertz and Daniel Jones as well as Carson Wentz left. Hertz Hertz showed himself last year. Like he did. He he really did. I mean, he led them to the playoffs. And and let's also be honest about the fact that Philly chose Hertz over Wentz. That's yeah. that said, um, Carson and and this is weird for me to say. Because I have certainly been cool, to say the least, about the Wentz trade in general. A lot of that is contractual. A lot of that is, like, what kind of bind it puts you in moving forward. But if we're looking at just, like, the player ability this year, I would take Wentz, I think, next. Assuming that he can stay healthy, and, and that obviously is a big if. But so it, it is also injury has been a huge thing for these other two guys, too. I would put Wentz as the $3 guy. Yeah, the only reason I wouldn't put him there is because of Hertz's running ability. I think that is a value add that doesn't necessarily show up on a stat sheet. Um, but, yeah, I would – I mean, and Wentz didn't play bad last year. He played behind a, a banged-up offensive line in Indy and was very productive. I mean, 27 in- interceptions is no joke. Even though 27 he kind touchdowns. Of, touchdowns, excuse me. And then, um, you know, like that's, that's nothing to sneeze at. And uh, very productive – you know, obviously had ups and downs, but that's part of who he is, and that's why he's not an elite quarterback, but he can he can be a good quarterback. All right, so then I'm guessing Hurts 2, Jones 1? Yeah, let's in do terms that. Of the, yeah, uh, I like that. The dollar value? Okay. Yep. I don't think there's much, uh, much to talk about there. All right, running back. This is an interesting position in this division. The Eagles yeah. have a full stable of guys. Who, who are we even picking from the Eagles to be their representative? Let's do uh, Sanders. Okay. Sanders, so got Sanders, Saquon, Saquon, uh, Gibson, mm-hmm. and Zeke. Zeke. Or I would actually go Gal. Oh, who's the backup running back there? Uh, Pollard. You Pollard's, put Pollard Pollard's, Zeke? Be- Pollard's better than Zeke, but Zeke's the starter. So yeah, and, yeah. and that's you know it's funny because we one of the things we considered in doing this exercise was like, do we do position groups? Do we say the yeah. group of quarterbacks in Washington, the group of running backs in Dallas, the group, the group, the group? We're like, nah, let's just do players. It's easier to put on a graphic. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of more fun. But I, yeah. I think that is an interesting discussion is like the, uh, you know, and, and this is, I guess, part of like when we talk about spending the $10 or I would, I would actually consider doing the group with running backs more than any of these other positions. Yeah, it's, uh... um, because I, in almost every scenario, except for with Saquon, you're not looking at a number one featured back in a traditional right. sense. They are not trying to do that. Even here, where last year they definitely tried to get, um, you know, Antonio Gibson a lot of touches, 
JD McKissick still at his, and you've been you've talked a lot about how Robinson you expect to get. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Uh, yeah. A lot of touches, a lot of carries this year. So do we want to do we want to mix this up and say, hey, for the I mean, it's, it's our game. Yeah, it's, it's do we want to mix this up and say <laughs> it's the running back group for for all four of these teams? Yeah, let's do that. I like that running back. Uh, yeah, I like that. The running back stable. OK, so if it's that we have uh, Dallas, Philly, Washington, New York. Who's who's got the best running back group in this division? Oh man, I think that's tough. I think I think because Philly has like three dudes in the backfield that are pretty explosive, and the system that they run. Because this is also a little bit of an offensive line metric, and I think Philly's got the best mm-hmm. O line in the division. So O line that that amazing offensive line, if they can repeat off last year, and the backs and the kind of stable they've got there, I think is I think I'd go Philly here. Okay. I think I would agree with that. Although this is one that's going to be fun because, you know, you go to how to spend your money. The drop off, I don't think, is massive. No. Um, with and, running backs. And by the way, I, I think this is pretty, like, they're not that, it, depending on Saquon's health, there's yeah. not a lot of variance across the division. So I feel like I could actually make an argument for any of the, the other three next. I really, really like Pollard, just like you, and I was kind yeah. of chuckling saying Zeke. But Zeke still, Zeke still yeah. has some days where he's super productive. Saquon's the best single back in the division. Um, and then went healthy again, but that's yeah. also a question. And I love the trio they built in Washington. Who, who, who's going to get our $3 spot here? Um, again, I would go offensive line. You know, and Actually, Dallas is banged up at the moment. I think that's probably the safest bet honestly, is Pollard and Zeke at, at uh, two and by just a nose because I think that if Robinson plays the way that I think he's capable of playing, the group here is going to be very, very good. So that would be three. And then just because uh, Saquon's been hurt and because there really is nobody else, you know, as a depth player there, um, I think you feel pretty good about them being the, the, last, the last group there. So we've ranked three groups so far, and the Giants are dead last in all three. Tight end. Um, well, I think the Giants are going to be last again here. Uh, the I'd say best so you got Schultz in Dallas. Yeah, Goddard's the best guy. It, you know what's crazy though is after I, I rewatched uh, Logan Thomas's stuff, I think you could make an argument for Logan Thomas one. I'm just going to go by league consensus because I think Goddard's a better, well-round, like a more well-rounded player, a little bit more experienced. But it is very close between Goddard and Logan Thomas if he's healthy. Are we doing Logan Thomas or what are we doing? Yeah, I would say let's do Logan Thomas. But I actually, so here's the thing with this season, right? Is we don't know exactly when he's going to be back. So I think that solidifies. He's coming off the ACL. Yeah, that solidifies Goddard as the one. I think Schultz is really good too. Schultz is. I mean, he's very. He's kind of sneaky, quiet, good. I just think if you're betting on upside. And like I know, age is a big factor here, but um, Logan Thomas is—he just is—he's got some special, special physical traits that the other guys don't got. He's six six, six six and a half. He's two sixty five. He's got a great athleticism for a man that big, and so I would bet on him over over Schultz, even though I like Schultz a lot. You know what I mean? And part of this yeah. is me trying to devalue certain players so I can get them for cheaper. But again, that's part of <laughs> that's part of the thing here. 
And then the starter right now on the Giants' depth chart uh, as Evan Ingram departed in the offseason, Ricky Seals-Jones is currently listed as the number one tight end. And then Billinger is the second guy, right? So not even like yeah. a great – I mean, I like Billinger a lot. And I, Ricky Seals-Jones was great last year. But in terms of that being your one guy, not super high on the list, I would say. 